Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a post-Royal Rumble edition of the Mark Hoke Show. I am the aforementioned one. That's me, Mark Hoke, here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. How's everybody doing today? I'm trying to wake up, man. I don't know about you, but last night was fun for me. Jose Vellante joining me here in studio. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're having a great Sunday morning. Oh, man, the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment here on KDON 101.5 FM. Of course, those of you on the Odyssey app, thanks for tuning in as well. Worldwide, if you don't have the Odyssey app, well, darn it, shame on you. (laughs) Go download it now. Do it. Do us a favor, too, man. Drop your comments in the comment section. I'm going to be in there all day like I have been the last couple weeks. So if you have anything you want to say, anything you want to chop it up with us about, or maybe you saw the Rumble last night and you want to give us your thoughts later on in the show, hit us up in the comment section. We'll drop them in there. We'll let everyone know what you're chiming in about. Thank you. We greatly appreciate you guys. Yeah, we certainly would appreciate that. And, of course, you know we're also live streaming. Yep. Oops, I'm sorry. I just boo-booed there. Sorry about that. Mark, how are we going to be live streaming if you're taking us off the screen, my man? I'm not trying to take us off the screen. <laughs> I want to get, make sure we get the right background up there. But yeah, there we are we streaming go. live, and YouTube, Facebook. Yep. Go ahead and hit us yeah, up there. There we go. And we have a very busy show today. Yes. Because there's a lot that happened over the past few days. Mm-hmm. Of course, the Royal Rumble happened yesterday. Mm-hmm. As the road to WrestleMania is now in full gear. It sure is. The Rock is now on the board of directors for TKO, the parent company of WWE and UFC. Mm. Someone is off the board. Woo! It's Vinnie Mac. Ring the fire alarm on that Vince one. Vince McMahon was bad, bad, bad. Bad boy. Well. How we say in Spanish, se portó muy mal. He was, well, <laughs> it was horrendous. Allegedly. I guess we got to say allegedly. Allegedly. That's always the word, the phrase, and the coin to use. WWE also made a just a little five billion dollar deal with Netflix for Monday Night Raw, so that came up, and uh, man, it's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week if you're a wrestling fan for sure, and just entertainment business in general. A lot coming out. It's crazy, man. Yeah, and we also have three guests on the show today. One of them was three. a bit early. So three. It's okay. <laughs> we are going to hear from AEW's Claudio Castagnoli, the member, one of the members of the Blackpool Combat Club. Of course, AEW is going to be in town on February 10th. That's right, the day before the Super Bowl. Wow. They're going to be down at the Dollar Loan Center in Henderson. Great spot if you haven't been out there. Oh, man. Great can facility. You, can you imagine... A massive pro wrestling event at the Dollar Loan Center the day before the Super Bowl with Tony Khan, part of the Khan family who owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you know what kind of party that's going to be? It's going to be great. It's going to be fun. And like I said, it's a great venue. So size-wise, I mean, you can get the amount of people in there that you want that'll make it look like it's a great event. So I don't think that they'll mess this one up for sure. No, of course they're not going to mess it up. 
It's going to be awesome. I'm just saying, when you got other other entities kicking your ass right now, excuse my language, you know what I mean? You, you got to put on a show. Yeah. And the thing about the Dollar Loan Center is it's a great enough size, good enough venue for you to put on a great show no matter what the sporting event is. I've been there for football. I've been there for basketball. Trust me, I think a wrestling event would do great there. Yeah, it's going to be terrific. So get your tickets. Don't wait because you can imagine that AEW is going to pull out all the stops for this one. But we're going to hear from Claudio Castagnoli, well, very shortly here. We've also got, coming up in the second hour, Matt Black from WrestleZone, our resident Vegas hater. No, he's not a Vegas resident hater. Vegas he's hater. not a Vegas <laughs> hater. He just wants to, oh to see Double or Nothing somewhere else, but that's okay. He's going to be very disappointed from what I'm starting to understand, but that's all right. But Matt Black, awesome dude from WrestleZone. We're looking forward to having Matt on our little panel here for the second hour. Yeah. And then who's coming, Jose? El Presidente. There you go. Phil Stamper. The president of wrestling, Phil Stamper, one of the great guys on the indie scene, of course, with Pro Wrestling Revolver, Maryland Championship Wrestling, and this guy actually keeps a calendar of all the independent wrestling <laughs> events going on across US and Canada. List, right? It's crazy what the work this man puts in. So those two guys are going to be joining us to talk, well, everything that's going on. I mean, so this is going to be a great panel discussion that we're going to have in hour number two here on the Mark Hoke Show on K-Dawn. You know Phil's also an actor, right? Phil does everything. Yeah. He's amazing. I was looking at his IM, or was it IMBD, whatever they call it right now. I was like, okay. Well, there, there's, there's two Phil more. Stampers, so be well, careful. No, I, I looked at the right one. I know there's two of them. I looked at the right one. Trust me, I'm not going to get the other guy that writes books for kids. Trust me, I know that. Yeah, so you got to be careful. <laughs> got to be careful. But this is going to be an unbelievable show, and uh, we're going to talk, of course, Royal Rumble last night. Cody Rhodes, they didn't get it to the shiny, the, the shiny new toy that and came okay. into town. Man, that was a plus two fifty, by the way. If you were oh. throwing the money down, can, can I say something real quick? I yeah, was thinking real, about real that quick. real quick while I was watching it last night. I was thinking about it. I'm like, I was having that conversation with Mark a few months ago. I was wondering what the odds could have been because you can bet wrestling, and a lot of people don't know that, so it's crazy. Yeah, so Cody Rhodes and Bailey wins the Women's Royal Rumble. i be interested to see if she actually does go after Rhea Ripley or her teammate in damage control, Io Sky. That was a good Women's Rumble, not going to lie to you. That was a really, this, really, really exciting uh, Women's Rumble. There was a lot of... Good storylines that came in that some, shocked some people. Some things that happened last night. Yeah. A lot of entertaining... Um, twists and turns along the way. Yeah. So we're going to talk about that. But the first thing that we got to do is because we had a lot of time to sit down with Claudio, yeah. and uh, we want to take the time to hear from the Swiss Superman. So we want to get into that right away. So what do you say we hear from the Blackpool Combat Club's Claudio Castagnoli? Welcome, Welcome in. in. And we are on the Mark Hoke Show and very excited to have, well, one of the top stars in AEW, two-time Ring of Honor world champ and world tag team champion. Didn't forget about that. And, of course, from WWE, seven-time world tag team champion, U.S. champ, Andre the Giant Battle Royal winner, and 12th in last year's PWI 500. Oh, all right. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. Well... Well, there you go. You. Dropping you. a bomb for on dropping you. the good news on me. <laughs> there you go. Claudio Castagnoli on the Mark Hoke Show. Claudio, 
Welcome. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mark? Very excited and welcome back to Las Vegas. Yeah, it's it's good to be back. I'm very happy to have you here. And of course, we're going to be getting ready to have you pay in a visit to us here on February 10th for AEW Collision down at the Dollar Loan Center Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. We 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 figured what's better to start off the Super Bowl weekend than come to Collision. It's like the best appetizer, right? You go to Collision, uh, you have a great time, and then you go to the party somewhere, and then you watch the Super Bowl the next day. Yeah, that's going to be a special night. I can't imagine what it's going to be like up in the stands with I mean, man, I think, I think, all you guys, celebrities. It's going to be an amazing I, night. I think it's going to be a great night, and I feel like a lot of people coming in from out of town, uh, a lot of people coming in uh, internationally to go see the Super Bowl um, or whatever else. Uh, Vegas has to offer, I think, one or two other things that you know you can do in Vegas while you're here. Are you sure? Uh, you know, like I think there's like, <laughs> a couple of uh, casinos or something I've heard. Um, so you can do all that, and then you can come see Collision. I think that will be, just be like for some people a really, really cool weekend. And if you haven't booked it yet, get your tickets now. Yeah, what are you waiting for? My God. Well, of course, you've been in EW now for you know, a couple of years. Yeah. And when uh, Adam Copeland showed up. Um, you know, I was there on his debut night and he said something about being free. And I'm curious, did you have that feeling when you first showed up in AEW that you kind of felt like you had a sense of freedom now that you had arrived in AEW? Um, yeah, I think so. Um, it's just, it's different, right? Uh, it's, it's new, it's scary. It's a different, you know, like different environment and, there is an excitement to it. So, um, yeah, I guess you can call it like there's a little bit more freedom there and it's fun. It's fun to explore and uh, especially part of the BCC. I mean, we can just kind of do whatever we want. We just do whatever we want. So <laughs> it's a good time. You guys have been doing whatever you want. Yeah. Of course, yeah. the Blackpool Combat Club, you know, with Brian Danielson, Wheeler Yuta, John Moxley, you know, you guys have been pushing some boundaries i mean there's been some crazy stuff you've done you've been beating a lot of people up a lot of bloodshed i mean it's been an interesting ride for you guys to say the least yeah i mean uh, since i came in i've done uh, two blood and guts matches i did anarchy in the arena i did anarchy in the uh ozark stadium stampede uh so a lot of a lot of matches that i'm usually not quite involved in or never was and uh, now i am so it's uh it's fun it's a challenge and um it's it's even better doing it with your friends as in <laughs> you know like being around mox and brian and yuda it's just you know we, we're having fun what is it like to do matches like that because you know some people those matches make people a little bit uncomfortable to watch i mean you guys have done some pretty brutal things in the ring and outside and everything else i mean some creative spots, but some that people may watch and go, yeah, that's a little bit too far. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, um, I think, I think part of what we do is to see where the boundaries are and push those boundaries because I mean, none of us in the, us, I mean, in the, in the BCC between me and Mox and Brian, we always trying to push the boundaries. We're always like, okay, what can we do better? What can we do different? You know what I mean? So it's kind of, I always felt um, anywhere I went, you know, like wrestling, I was like, okay, what are the boundaries? Cool. How can I push it? And I don't mean like be disrespectful to whatever, but like how can I push that boundary further? 
That's my job to make it better, to push it further. Sometimes, yeah, you go way too far, and then you'd be like, all right, maybe pull it back a bit. But um, I never really wanted to play it safe. Because if you play it safe, yeah, you can do that. But you want to challenge yourself and do something new. And yeah, sometimes, sometimes it may be a tad too far. Sometimes it may be not for some people. But I also feel like um, if you just uh, do it with conviction and when you think it's right, and what uh, there was a lot of people who like it and enjoy it as well. I think it's been interesting over your career because you have really had to reinvent yourself a few times between the time in Ring of Honor and your time in WWE and then coming over to AEW. You've made so many different changes along the way to try to get yourself to the top. And it's been so interesting to watch to see, you know, the the James Bond type stuff and, you know, the, the, the Cesaro character and the Kings of Wrestling. I mean, all the th- different ways that you have shaped yourself. It's mm-hmm. been an interesting evolution. And when, when you think about it, like, sorry, see a smile a little bit when you think about it. You know, how do you do that to keep yourself fresh as a character in the ring? Um, like you said, it's an evolution, right? And I kind of mentioned it earlier. Like, you don't want to, I don't want to stand still. Because I feel like if you, if you stand still, you just people pass you or you just get complacent. And I never wanted to be that. I always wanted to get better and improve at whatever that might be. And all those things that you mentioned, it was like the, the kings of the kings of wrestling back in the day. And then uh, you know, like me and me and uh, Tyson Kidd, and then the bar and and so forth. Like everything in WWE, James Bond, and then AEW, Blackpool Combat Club. It was always me. Like it was never like. Here's me playing this guy. I always wanted it to be real, connected to me, because that was always the part that was very, very important to me, that it always is very authentic in, in, in what I am and what I represent, and I never uh, sacrifice anything for it. And to me, you always want to get better. You always want to improve. You always want to kind of reinvent yourself, which is very scary, because it's like, this was, I can keep doing this, and it's going to be, be okay, right? It's going to be good. But I need to reinvent myself and even better and you see a lot of the top stars um, if not all of them do that if you see like how like, you know like even even like you know Mox or Brian like, how many character evolutions they had in their career you know like it just it's the guys who just change because they want to get better and it's really scary to change as you, you know like switch places or move or whatever but you have to do that in order to grow and I'm happy that I did it so many times. And I think I'm not done because I still want to get better. It almost seems like, you know, when I've gotten to talk to Brian Danielson, that he seems like he's the wise man on the top of the mountain. And I, I can only imagine what it's like to be around him so much that he's just, you couldn't help but learn from him. What is it like working with him like that all the time? Oh, it's... It, it, it's exactly what you said. Like you, I like to be. I like to be the dumbest person in the room, right? Because I want to surround myself with people who are like smarter than me and like just help me push myself and help me grow. Uh, I don't want to be like the best in room because then it's like okay, like. I need to have people that push me and make me try to be better. 
and um, you know, being around Mox and Brian, uh, they constantly do that. Like you cannot rest on your laurels or think you're awesome and just stop when you're around somebody like you said, like Brian or Mox. Because like Brian is, is super smart, he's super wise. He uh, you know inspires me and pushes me to be better every time I'm around him, and I learn something every time I see him. You know, so it's like that's what do you want to surround yourself with? You want to um, you know be obviously confident in your ability and what you can do but you also want to be open to learn because you never stop learning. So we just come, we're also just coming off the AEW Continental Classic. Mm-hmm. It went two, two and one in that. Mm-hmm. And what did you think about the, how that went? Uh, and I know I'm sure you would have liked to have won a little bit more, but at the same time, just overall, what your thoughts on that whole thing? I mean, yeah, of course, personally, I, I think I should have won it. Um, but you know, certain things are out of your control, and I think if you ta- if I take a step back and look at it uh, from a fan perspective and from a company perspective, I think it was very successful because it was fun. It was something different and something you can see nowhere else. And I think the fans were looking forward to it every week. And it's like you kind of knew what matches are going to happen. You kind of had an idea. But then it's like, it's fun. It's like a sport. You're like, okay, what's the table? Who's going to face it? You know, there's like anticipation building. And then you have the matches. And then the outcomes were different. And it's all top talent. As like, it's all guys who are really, really good. So, of course, it can go either way. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like super, super predictable where you look at like, you can look at each roster and you're like, okay, I know who's going to be the top two guys and the bottom two guys in this block and that block. It was very... You could have picked either way, you know what I mean? Like, which is, I think, it's very important for the fans, and I think it helped AEW um, grow and just get a little uh, very focused. That it was like, okay, this is what it's about, and it's the prize at the end of the tournament. And um, I think so from uh, from a fan perspective and from a company perspective, I think it was very successful, and I hope it's going to happen again next year, uh, so I can win the damn thing. All right, and uh, we are going to have more with Claudio Castagnoli when we get back here, Jose. I tell you. Sounds good. That was good stuff. As he's calling out and not happy with, of course, his good buddy Eddie Kingston. (laughs) And uh, saying hi to Samoa Joe, too. And who's the strongest guy in AEW? We're going to find out when we come back here on the Mark Oak Show on Gaydon. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke. And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Having a great time. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment on a very busy weekend. Yes. Busy week. Oh, my God. Just so much happening. Of course, the Royal Rumble. Vinnie Mac out. On the TKO Board of Directors, The Rock is in. And, of course, we got to hang out with Claudio Castagnoli. I mean, the guy knows what he's talking about, man. So what man, happens when you got experience like that. Man, I'll tell you what. It was just so cool hanging out with him. And uh, we're going to hear more from the AEW superstar and member of the Blackpool Combat Club right now. Bring him back. <laughs> 
Now, one guy you tangled with, and you've been going around with him for a little bit, is Eddie Kingston. And, you know, a lot of you know, water under the bridge with him. I don't think there's any water on it. So, so is is this beef settled first? Is no, this I, thing there's, there's, done? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think there ever be water under the bridge between me and Eddie, honestly. So, so we're all good. No, there, like I said, like there will never be water under the bridge. I just, I don't. It, yeah, it's just annoying. It's, uh, you know, uh, I think Brian has to deal with him now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, the, the, you know, he, the, uh, the, you know, people are asking like, why did he spit in Eddie's face and whatever, you know, like last week on collision. And I'm like, Eddie spits in what we represent every time he goes to the ring. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's good for Brian. Good for Brian. I wish I would have, <laughs> I wish I would have done it earlier. Oh boy. I'll tell you, this is never going to end. No, it's never going to no, end. I don't think it ever will. All right, fair enough. And I just, I, I just don't want. I'm kind of done uh, wasting energy on him. So, all right, just, um, yeah, that's legit. Yeah. Well, we'll see where all that goes. Yeah. But speaking of where it's going, where are you going to be going here soon? Because you know, I think a lot of people are at some point looking forward to seeing you challenge for the EW World Championship. You know, I know as a longtime fan, and uh, you know, and so many people over the years have endorsed you as a guy who they'd love to see at the very top of professional wrestling at some point. When are you going to get that opportunity? And, you know, what would that mean to you to get that chance? Oh, I mean, a lot. I mean, like that's what everybody works towards, right? Like to be the world champion. And, um, you know, I'm just working, being patient, maybe too patient, but, uh, I think that chance will, will hopefully come my way, and I'll I'll, I'll grab it. You know, um, yeah, I think I'll make a tremendous representative for the company, and uh, be a great world champion. You know, so right now Joe is the champ. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's funny he hasn't mentioned me on the people who hit the hardest and stuff like that. So I think he just doesn't really want to really want to get my attention, which is. I understand. So come on, don't we'll tell see. don't tell me you don't want to go out and get Samoa Joe's attention right now. Oh, I want to get Samoa Joe's attention. I don't know if he wants my attention because yeah. you know it's going to be. We we tangled like once or twice, and it was uh, it was fun. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. I think I think there's a lot of people out there who would love to see that match. I mean, uh, you know, I think that match is one of the matches that uh, never really happened back uh, during Ring of Honor when, when we were both there. I think it only happened maybe once in WWE, so I think we're, I think we're due for another one. I think it'd be fun to see. And, yeah, I think you know, we'll be great. We'll have a new world champion too. So, oh, I think that gauntlet just got laid down. Everybody, <laughs> is everything kind of settling down in AEW right now? Is, you know, we had some turmoil and a lot of injuries and some crazy stuff going on. Do you guys feel like it's kind of getting? You know, back to normal and all the controversies and everything are settling down and you know, everything's kind of smoothed out back there? Um, you know, injuries will, will always happen everywhere. And um, it sucks, but thanks to injuries, we have the awesome returns, right? Uh, and so it felt like this Continental Classic and then, uh, you know, like we started off the new year with a bang uh, in Daly's Palace. Daly's place, Daly's place, Daly's place. 
I always keep calling it Daddy's Palace. I don't know, because, you know, it's kind of the palace. Well, it's of, a kingdom for you it's, guys. It's a kingdom yeah. for, for AEW. Um, and, uh, that was like the, the kind of the, um, the sentiment it was like, okay, uh, like, got new world champ. Uh, let's kick off the year strong. And it's like, boom, like not, not really hitting a reset button, but like, all right, let's go. And, um, I feel like a lot of people always want to, um, want to do that it's like okay so what can we do better and i think the c2 showed that okay this is about the quality and the ring work and what we want to do and to me uh all the other stuff like it happens and you can't to me i'm like focused on what i can control in the ring and that is be the best that i can be and uh i feel like i've been doing well in doing that the same with the bcc and it's very interesting like you see um, coming to um, you know, coming here to Henderson, and you never know what's going to happen because there's a lot of exciting thing happening on Collision and on Dynamite, and there's matches like okay, so last week uh, we had uh, uh, Copeland and Minoru Suzuki, right? And like whoever thought that was going to happen, right? Yeah. So um, I feel like AW is almost um, kind of going back to its roots because like that's what. In the beginning of AEW, you would just be like, whoa, what is this match? This is going to be awesome. I need to see it. And there's a lot of that happening right now, and it's very exciting. And, you know, it's AEW has always just been such a unique place, and I think that's why so many people enjoy it. And, you know, getting to see you do incredible things in the ring, uh, it's it's phenomenal to watch. Now, one thing i got to ask you before I let you out of here, who's the strongest person in AEW? Look, you, you know, you are the bull of the woods, but there's some other competitors out there that so, I, that can, so can take mind, you on. My who, mind immediately goes to Mark Henry. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, you know, he's older, older now, but he's still so strong. Like he <laughs> is so strong still. Um, of the active guys, um, powerhouse Hobbs. I mean, he's a powerhouse. I think, um, Buddy Murphy, is actually underrated in mm. strength. I think he's, he's extremely strong. He just makes stuff look very easy that maybe shouldn't, <laughs> that are not easy. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, Wardlow, uh, Samoa Joe. I mean, Joe is always just, people forget or just don't think about it. But like, Samoa Joe, like, you know, he he's very strong. Um, yeah, I think I think that would be the top guys there. But I think Powerhouse Ops probably he earned his name for for a reason. Left yourself out. Well, I'll have other people do that for me. You know, like <laughs> I always, I, you know, I. So there's a lot of people um, that, uh, especially nowadays, that just talk themselves like they're really good at talking how awesome they are, right? But then it comes to they're really, good at, they're really good at talking the talk. But then it comes to walking the walk, and you're just like, wait, something doesn't doesn't connect there. I feel like with me, it's maybe the other way that I like need to up my talking a little bit to match my walking. But my walking is better than my talking. I'm completely fine with that because I feel if you're, uh, if you're good, you tell everybody how good you are. But if you're great, other people do the talking for you. No, we definitely see that. Are we going to be seeing you guys here on Memorial Day weekend for Double or Nothing? Well, uh, 
So this was my first double or nothing last year, I believe. Right? Was it? I think so. So I I would hope so. I would hope so. I don't know. Um, I honestly don't really look at my calendar too far out. And nothing has been officially announced yet. But um, I think Double or Nothing has been here for like, what was it, two or three years now it's in a row? Four, four years. Four years. Yeah, so, um, you know, I know AEW likes its traditions. So uh, I hope I hope we'll be back in Vegas. I guess if, if, if a lot of people show up to Collision, which I hope all your listeners do, um, that will just, you know, be another uh, proof that Vegas needs more AEW, which I think they need anyway. Oh, I wish you guys were here every month. I'd love to hang out with you all the time. See, I I think AW should have a residency in here in Vegas. Oh, done. That's what I think. I think I think <laughs> AW needs a residency in Vegas with um you know like a daily one hour show. Uh I don't know, seven to eight or like six to seven in the evening. And then uh one bigger show on uh, let's say a Sunday two hour. And uh yeah. I, th- I think I think that would be that would be great. That's what I think should be a residency here in Vegas for AEW. I think Tony Khan. I hope you heard that. Claudio Castagnoli <laughs> says Vegas forever. It's done. We well Las Vegas, right? <laughs> and uh, if anybody wants to find you on social media, where can they catch you? Oh, uh, I'm barely on Twitter and uh, Instagram, uh, but yeah, you can you can follow me on there. Um, but most importantly, uh, you know, support. Uh, AW or whatever uh, wrestling uh, promotion you like, and um, have have fun with it. I feel like a lot of people have become very tribal and like, like if you like this, you cannot like that. Like no, no, you can you can just like everything. You know, you can. I mean, like you can have preferences. That's fine. Like we all do, right? Um, we all have preferences in food, but at the end of the day, we all eat, right? So, um, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, watch AW Dynamite, uh, Rampage, and Collision. Uh, every week and, and just enjoy it and I think that's the that's the message for me that's important As support the BCC we have new awesome shirts um, you know with animals on it so it's fun very nice <laughs> well, yeah, I want to thank you for coming on the Mark Oak show really do appreciate it thank you Mark I and, appreciate it and fanboying a little bit been a long time follower of yours and it is an honor to have gotten to meet you been watching you since the Ring of Honor days and Good days. an Good honor days. to get to have you on the show. Oh, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. Thanks for being a fan. And to me, that's a, it's so cool to, um, to see people who've been watching you for so long uh, and, and stay true. And uh, I feel like I never want to let those fans down because like, I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh man, he used to be, you know, like remember seven years ago when he was good and now he's just like still hanging on. Like I want to be the guy that, that but you said with, with evolution, like always needs to it always needs to be better you, you can never take a step back and i feel like uh we're doing it in aw and um it's a lot of fun there's a lot of young guys a lot of old guys um like me um <laughs> and that's the that's a really good mix and it's fun to watch so thank you very much i appreciate it you are welcome thanks for coming on the show thank you mark there you go claudio castagnoli what jose your thoughts I, I thought it was a great interview. I thought you asked great questions. You got to the point in a respectful way to ask certain things that probably other people won't ask. But the way he finished there with the whole AEW thing, that caught me. That right there to me, to have a residency in Las Vegas, <laughs> create that and get that going, I don't think it's a bad idea, Mark, because let's be honest, okay? WWE is the best traveling one right now because they're the bigger entity. If you look at the crowds from AEW when they travel, not the greatest and don't compare to the WWE crowds. 
I don't think a residency in Vegas where there's a lot of wrestling fans, right, and it's the sports and entertainment capital of the world, I don't think it would hurt whatsoever. I think it would actually help the brand, possibly even grow it a little more, Mark, but I'm with it. Well, Tony's not moving out of Jacksonville anytime Of course, soon. not because of his dad, but, you know. Well, they could buy the Raiders. Uh, I don't want him to be an owner of anything out here, no. I mean, yeah, I get the AEW thing, that's fine, but not, no no other sports stuff. No start. You know, but I, you know, just first and you know, first, I just want to thank uh, AEW for having Claudio come out and do that. Absolute class by him, man. Yeah, man, and and you know, John Schneider and the guys, you know, always you know, great to work with. And if he sounded really nice on the air, that's because he is. I mean, what a great guy. And you know, but I, you know, and I wonder sometimes is he too nice? Did you get did you get that impression? Because you know he's he's been in like you said he's been endorsed by so many um, great guys of the past like in WWE a lot of people wondered why was he not when he was so popular why was he not the world champion and you know I I would love to see him get a shot on top and you kind of and you know you kind of wonder if he's not pushing himself more to be the guy. So what you're trying to you say know? is that he kind of seems content where he's at right now? No, I don't think he's no? content. I think he needs to maybe push a little harder. Okay. You know? But he's an awesome dude. And, you know, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about him. And, uh, you know, I you know, wish him all the best. And, you know, he's just an amazing athlete and, you know, someone that, uh, you know, I think people really do enjoy watching perform and, you know, see him do the giant swings and everything else. It's uh, it's pretty phenomenal. and. You know, if you haven't, but but I and I'm going to say this too. If you haven't got your tickets for that AEW Collision show, of course that's their Saturday night show. At the air usually air live. Man, I'll tell you what, that one's going to be fun because of being on Super Bowl weekend. Imagine who all is going to be in the stands that weekend. That's Not just the wrestling, but just think about who Tony Khan is going to be inviting to that show. It's going to be a lot of big names. Oh. You're going to be in heaven when you go to that. So get your tickets. It's going to be great. February 10th, uh, showtime's at 4 o'clock. And I'm sure we're going to be hearing more from uh, the superstars of AEW as we get closer to that event. It's only a few weeks, well, a couple weeks away. Can I mention something that Claudio did say that, that caught my attention yeah. really good? And I'm going to paraphrase because I'm not going to say exactly what he said. But when he was talking about following other entities, supporting all entities, not just one, basically, right? How he said... We all eat different food, but at the end of the day, we got to eat, right? I love that, and the reason I love him saying that is because people start from different places. It could be a smaller entity, and that one guy that's killing it there could eventually be up in the big ranks, right? So you got to support and watch everything. It's like watching football, baseball. You're going to watch preseason. You're going to watch the under ranks. You're going to watch the minor leagues to do all that to see who's coming up, whether it's for your team or your organization. Same thing in wrestling. So I think that's a great comment for him to say. It's not just about WWE. It's not just about AEW. There is so much more out there that you can watch and enjoy. So definitely, I would take that advice. Yeah, and it's it's really weird that, to me, that there's so many people out there that like WWE, but they'll hate AEW and Correct. vice versa. Mm-hmm. And I just don't get that because you have seen when AEW started up, all of a sudden, WWE realized, hey, you know, we can't just be on coast mode anymore. Mm-hmm. And they pushed their product to get better. Yep. And when WWE pushed their product to get better, AEW pushed their product to get better. 
and so did Impact, and now who's now once again back to being TNA. And, you know, everybody else woke up, and now, man, you can't go anywhere, even on the indies, and see bad matches anymore. I mean, if someone does a bad match, it stands out. It really does. So you've got to be super careful putting with the product that you're putting out there, no matter what company it is. So it's pretty interesting, uh, you know, that the iron sharpens iron, baby. That's how it works. And speaking of that, we got to sharpen ourselves a little bit because take a little break. We got to take a break. Because <laughs> if, we, if we don't, I'm going to get my head sharpened in like a pencil sharpener or yeah, something. We I don't guess. want that to happen. We need you here. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we've got more coming up here on the Mark Hoke show. It's the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment on Kate on one Oh one five FM. Also streaming on the Odyssey app, live streaming on YouTube and Facebook. Give us a Worldwide, like, and a, baby. you know, the subscription. We would appreciate that. We want those subscribers, especially on YouTube. So if you could do that, take a second, just click on that subscribe button. We'd appreciate it. Come back with more. And then second hour, our roundtable discussion of the Royal Rumble and all the news of the day with Phil Stamper and Matt Black. El Presidente. 101.5 FM KDON. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas. The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke. And we return to the Mark Hoke Show here on KDON 101.5 FM, the talk of Las Vegas. Streaming on the Odyssey app, which you should download right now. Right now. It's free. Carlito's going to spit an apple in your face. (laughs) He's going to hunt you down wherever you are. I spit in the face. People who are cool. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> that really, spit, that you, really you, won't happen. Do you but... spit in the face of people that aren't cool, Mark? No, I don't do no. that. Not behind their back, though. Not no, Brian Danielson apparently does that. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh my god! Yeah, and once again, we want to thank uh, Claudio Castagnoli for taking the time to come down to the studios. Had an awesome time with him. So that was cool. Well, hey, I, so I know. I know this is a little off topic, but yeah. I, I, you probably already know this, and you probably talked about it. You know the Rock finally owns his name. Yep, that's awesome, bro. Yeah. He he is he's done so much, man. It's crazy. But anyways, yeah. So that out there. Yeah, and of course. Uh, thank you for your tuning in uh, on YouTube or Facebook. Hey, come on! If you, and you can listen to us both places. Yeah. But get in the chat box and say hi to us because man, there's a lot to talk about. You know, your thoughts on the Royal Rumble. And here's the thing: we're about to have guests in the second hour. We're gonna have some guests that are gonna be live with us. They chimed in. They talk with us all the time. So if you guys want to chime in and get into the part of the conversation, we have a lot to talk about in the next hour. I told Mark, and you guys saw my tweet, 15 years in the making for me. That Royal Rumble was something else, and I, I, I'm so excited to get into this conversation because there was good, there was bad, and there was a couple of surprises, Mark. Yeah, there were a few. I'm, you know, I, I think if I go to the women's side, mm-hmm. I think the – the coolest thing that happened for me last night was seeing Jordan Grace from TNA. Yes, my girl. Uh, my showing up and, and doing well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't make a super deep run, but, you know, she held in there for, they had her in there for a while. Seeing the TNA um, impact in there was nice. Yeah, you know, Mickey James did that, uh, you know, just recently. And, you know, but, but Mickey, of course, had a pretty good relationship with WWE. She was there for a long time. And they kind of, with some of the stuff that they did, they kind of owed her. So that was well-deserved. You know what I liked from the women's match, just real quick? How yeah. easy Jade made it look when she took Nia over the fucking rope. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, 
the, you know, Jade has been having to do a lot of training mm. and she's very raw. Um, you know, she wrestled only wrestled, you know, in 53 or 54 matches total, uh, in AEW before she went to WWE. And that, that's all she's had in her career. Okay. So she has been doing a lot of work with at the WWE performance center, uh, going to the heart dungeon okay. up there with Natty and uh, trying to get up to speed because you know, she was not there. And they put her in a spot in the rumble where she could look good and succeed. Yeah. And, you know, she teased the super match that everybody's looking forward to, but that is a, to me is a long way off with her and Bianca Belair as a long way to go. It'll happen because eventually. Though. It'll happen eventually. And everybody, I, I think just has to have the patience because when it does and Jade is ready, Good Lord. Mark, we got a comment from someone on YouTube. There Mark you Cho says, I'm very excited about the new era of WWE. No need to rely on legends. Uh, I agree with that. But I mean, we, but we've had this conversation previously, how to some of the old school generation of wrestling fans that drifted away a bit can kind of relate and get back into it with some of these legends in wrestling. I'm not saying you necessarily need the legends, but for some viewership and some eyes to get back, it is a good thing, in my opinion, Mark. Well, I think it's good to use them every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I think, especially in the Rumble match, sometimes they've been a little too reliant on them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. You've got, if if you looked at that last night, I got to be careful. You're watching the time. Yeah. I got about a minute here to go before yeah. we hit break. But you've got to be careful not to put your all this great talent that you have and and waste it you know why would you give a spot to say the repo man for example nothing against barry darso but why would you give a spot to the repo man and leave somebody like trick williams out of the out of the rumble you know you you have such depth right now in wwe there's no need to do that you know it's it's cute it's cool but you know let the people you got shine give them their chance you know, look, Tiffany, Str- Tiffany Stratton came in in the Women's Rumble and looked awesome last night. She really did. So, you know, just stick with what you got. You know, right. throw them every once in a while, but it's all good. And speaking of all good, man, we have two great guests that are going to join us for a roundtable discussion. Bill Stamper and Matt Black from WrestleZone. Man, we're going to have a blast. And it might get a little serious here, too, because we're going to be talking Royal Rumble. We're going to be talking Vince McMahon. We're going to be talking WWE going to Netflix, The Rock. Oh, we're going to be everywhere here. And I got a surprise for Phil. Uh-oh. Be ready, baby. Uh-oh. <laughs> and Phil is now here at the correct time. We're excited. Yes, sir. I, I wish we could have got him. <laughs> I sooner. wish you could see his face oh, right now. Oh, my That's God. <laughs> <laughs> you guys will see his face oh, in the next hour. Man. Man. Stick around, everybody. <laughs> hour number two of the Mark Hoke Show coming up here Ooh. on KDOM. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, like us on Facebook at The Mark Hoke Show, and visit MarkHokeShow.com to keep up with everything happening with the show. And remember to check out all of our archive shows on YouTube at The Mark Hoke Show and download our podcasts at MarkHokeShow.Podbean.com and all your favorite podcast outlets. So join The Mark Hoke Show family today, and thanks for listening. 